Hi, it's Lindsay. Welcome to BB on Blast. And something miraculous has happened for the first time ever on BBUS. I'm actually up to date. <laughs> I have live feeds. I haven't watched much of them yet because I only got them today. But I know everything that you know, well, theoretically. And it feels really weird. It was really weird to watch the live feed and see. Firstly, I saw them asleep. And that's like old school Big Brother, just watching people asleep, isn't it? Then like Big Brother told them to get up and they're like telling them to get out of bed. So I saw them all going about like their morning routines, which like I've only ever really seen uh, Big Brother after dark before American version. So it was really cool to see a bit of the daytime action. And I'm sure I'll have a lot more to say about live feeds, but it's just, I don't know, it feels nice. It feels like kind of familiar and unfamiliar in a way. Um... Because normally, like, I always watched it behind because, like, I like to not know who, you know, wins the competitions and I, I like the suspense of it. But with BBOTT, it don't really matter. There's no suspense. There's no main show. Everything's a spoiler. So it's just like a free-for-all. So actually, it's a good way for me to kind of get my feet wet with that. And it's not like there's really exciting competitions where it's like the stakes are really, really high and your heart's pounding. It's like a bit of old sword, a bit of old bug on a necklace is nothing so it, you might as well watch the live feed and just immerse yourself in it whatever way you can because it's so hard to understand what's going on I feel like a detective trying to solve a murder trying to work out what the fuck's happening um even trying to work out the rules I don't think even Jembot don't even know the rules so I don't know it's cool I quite like it in a way I like it in a way and I don't like it in a way it's like but I like the fact that they're trying new things and experimenting with it with it so it's good um it just made me think, like, as a model for, like, BB, like, it would be really cool if English Big Brother could go this way, just fuck off Channel 5 and maybe just end up going online and uh, just get the live... <laughs> I know, I know. But get the live feedback and just have a real pure Big Brother. Because I think BBUS is taking quite a lot of things from BBUK with this OTT. Um, and I think we should take something back from this and try and get back to having a bit more of a pure game. Because this BBOTT has got a really like retro vibe, like the housemates feel a bit retro. The tasks are retro because they're so cheap. I don't know, it feels like I'm watching BB from like 10 years ago or something. And that's quite nice in a way. Um, Because you get the good parts of it. Um, And there's not that many bad parts of it. Although uh, they could put it together a little bit better and a little bit more coherently. But hey, you could say that about my podcast too. So let's see what's been going on. Okay, so I'll watch the Wednesday night main episode recap that was quite interesting the fact that it was like um was it 60 minutes and uh, it's quite annoying because a lot of it is stuff you've already seen on the daily recaps um but I, I suppose you just can't really avoid it um but there were bits that I hadn't seen oh and you got to see the opening credits Woo! it's that little rat face scott is doing two thumbs up um and jason was in the credits Woo! jason's in the credits but that's kind of like a spoiler if you didn't know jason was in the house like and what the hell happened to jose did we could have like seen him and jason stood outside the house and they like send jose jose off with his bus fare home like poor sod he didn't even get any more airtime. um well never mind um Oh, yeah, so then they showed them all coming in again, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, I listened to a couple of podcasts now, and someone said on Rob Has a Podcast that Shelby has a terrible laugh and a bad sweating problem. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that does sound like me. Um, <laughs> 
Uh, Chrissy says she didn't come here to make friends. Oh dear. Did you come here to spout cliches? Um, you can say you didn't come here to make friends, but then you like trying to have a good social game. So how does spouting that cliche, I didn't come here to make friends, uh, tie in with having a good social game? It doesn't make sense, does it? You have to make friends for people not to vote you out. Although there are all these things with America, jiggery pokery. So I don't know. Uh, I, I don't think I'm down with that as a concept. Um, I've written here, I think I've learned all the names now. That is yet to be seen. <laughs> um, oh, no, it's Jason, the very sweaty armpits when he entered the house. He's only skinny, so he shouldn't really be that sweaty. Um, Cornbread said, remember him? Neely looks like Beyonce. Uh, okay. <clears throat> That's about as racist as everyone comparing Danielle to Zakia. I've heard that on two different podcasts now. Oh, yeah. Um, Danielle's like Zakia. Uh, no, she's not. The only thing she's got in common with Zakia is... Well, actually, two things. is her skin colour and uh, being a drip. Apart from that, they're nothing alike. Um, and then... Um, oh, Shelby told everyone she's a waitress, not a lawyer. And uh, Chrissy's a waitress as well, isn't she? A rude-ass one. Apparently, that's a thing. Like, you go to a restaurant and people are rude to you. What the fuck? Like, what? I, I don't understand that. It sounds like a, like a, in a porno or something. Like, role-play. I don't, I don't get that. Just give them my food and fuck off. Um... Morgan, I've decided, looks like Miley Cyrus. I'm sure I'm not the only one who's noticed that. Um, oh, and when they all went around and introduced themselves, Morgan said she's from wherever, you know, hick town in America she's from. No offence. And Alex said she was from somewhere else. But I just can't believe that people aren't, like, properly onto them. Like, are, still, are people not onto them? It doesn't makes no sense. Um, so then, oh, yeah, and then that was when Alex called uh, Morgan Mo, and then she had to cover it up because it was like, that's her nickname for her. Um, and that was when Jason was on to them, and then he started spreading it around. It's like, Jason, shut your fucking mouth. Did you not learn your lesson from last time? What was it? Thickums. <laughs> uh, Jason is so much better than Davon, like, as a character. Like, Jason is so good. But I would like to see Jason and Davon in the house together again. That would be lush. I hope Jason goes far. It's so unfair him being on... I know I said this before, but it's so unfair him being on his own. It's just, oh, he's such a big target. It's really annoying. Um, I just love seeing him, like, just, if I look at the live feed or I just look at the show and I see Jason sitting there in the garden smoking, it just makes me so happy, especially if he's talking about International Big Brother. Um, oh yeah, so they've, uh, de-disgustingified the safari room by painting it all white. Thank God it was so gross before. Um, Cornbread said his plan from the beginning was to have four solids. Okay, um oh god then i had to sit for the bug task again that really was bugging um and then um oh that was funny jason was in the dr and he said i can't be the first evictee no way jose <laughs> then he laughed at the end like he was pleased with himself <laughs> mind you he should be still but he was really not off a cue card uh no he probably wasn't actually because jason's naturally funny anyway um then oh god <laughs> <laughs> so they keep having bits with Julie, like, they pretend Julie's, like, speaking to the house when it's obviously a pre-record. She goes, well done to our first head of household, and then doesn't even say Monty's name. It's like, it would only have took her, what, five minutes to read out 13 different people's names and for someone to just cut and paste it in? She didn't even say his name. It was so cheap. Um, terrible, terrible editing. 
Um, and Jason's campaigning, saying, I'm a twist, you need to weaponize me, all this stuff. Um, and then, oh God, the Danielle and Shane romance began. Is this worse than Nicole and uh, Corey? It's so boring. Danielle and Shane are both airtime deficit. They're just ugh, awful. Oh God, Danielle and Shane. Danielle and Shane from Dan Giesling's series. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> that was also a bad showmance. That wasn't even a showmance. In fact, I think the only thing that the two Shanes have got in common is they're both uh, gay. <laughs> I nearly said something else then. Then I realised I'm not going out with a bisect anymore, so I have to watch my mouth. Um, so then um, Christy said, I'm not here because I'm diabolical. Well, you are actually because of that YouTube clip. Um so now there's no nomination ceremony, there's no keys, there's no that spinning thing in the middle. That's not been around for years, has it? Um, there's basically no gravitas at all um, to the whole thing. There's just this fucking safety necklace thing that looks ridiculous. Um, so nominated was Danielle and Jason. Um, obviously, a black woman's up, up for eviction first week, standard. Um, Neely said, I really don't want to see a sister go home. And Jason said, I'm not a sister. I like the fact that Jason just always hangs out with the black women. I think it's good. Um, I like to see the minorities all together. That's so cool. Um, and then, oh, uh, America had a vote as well. And we put corn balls <laughs> on the block. Not corn balls, sorry. Cornbread. Uh, and uh, he said it. he thinks it's because America wants to see him have fun with it. Uh, okay, he had fun with it right at the fucking door. Um, <laughs> so basically, every week, whoever the public vote for, that's who's going to go, right? I still don't understand how, why corn thingy went. Why did he go? That was never actually explained at any point. Never mind, I'm glad he did. So the veto comp, I've put cheapo, uh, like BBUK, <laughs> is Shane hosting in his pants. I think he was just wearing boxer shorts. No costumes, no, there's no set, there's no costumes, nothing. They all just sort of stood there in their jeans and T-shirts. Um, and they had to, oh, this is it. They had to count things around the house like a bowl of fish and, oh, I can't remember, it was boring. Um, I said, don't ever let Whitney narrate competitions again. Uh, I've forgotten how she speaks, though. There was no tension whatsoever, but I know I knew that Jason won because... These fuckers on Twitter don't matter now because I'm all up to date. But think about it if you're one of these people, because you are a cunt, who put in their fucking bio, Jason Vito Holder, so-and-so, H-O-H, blah, blah. Why do you put a spoiler in your bio? That is senseless. Can you stop doing that, please? It's bad enough people with their fucking avatars who have someone like sitting on the block and you could tell who's going to go. Like, don't be a cunt. After, when The Walking Dead's on next, I'm not going to go on and go, oh, you know he killed Maggie or whatever the fuck like in my fucking bio that's just that's a real dick move so if you do that think on I'm sure no one who listens to this does that because anyone who did that sort of thing wouldn't listen to this bunch of old crap because they'd be so offended by how behind I am but do you know what I mean I just think nah don't do it uh sorry I'm glad I got that off my chest so Jason won veto yay honestly imagine if Jason had gone out first week oh my god it would have been awful you hookers um Hopefully, I think now the heat's off him uh, with the first week, I think once you survive first week as a vet, you're actually quite safe, I hope. Um, oh, God, if he'd have gone out on the first, first week, that would have been a dark, dark timeline. Oh, that would not have been good. Um, 
So the replacement nominee was Chrissy, which I was also annoyed about because I actually really, really like her. She's rude as fuck. She's a cunt. Horrible person. One of my favourites. Um, <laughs> I like all the oddballs. I like what they called the Jamboree or something. Worst alliance name ever. Well, not ever, but, you know, it's one of them. Um, yeah, like Justin, Jason, Chrissy, Neely, Shelby. I like, I don't think she's in the Jamboree, though. Is Shane in the Jamboree? He shouldn't be if he is. Um like all the like the weirdos I like, all the um all the characters, all the people with a personality I everyone Monty hates. Um So then um hold on, I need to have a pause of breath <sighs> and relax. Oh yeah, and another thing about the Jamboree that I heard on a uh, Big Brother Gossip was uh they said, Oh, we'll call it OTT Jamboree and Justin was like Oh, what does OTT stand for? He doesn't even know the name of the, of the program that he's on. That's impressive, isn't it? That's a that's a good level of game knowledge. I, I respect that. Um, he wants all these fucking super fans in the house. I'd rather have all these uh, old pimps and shit, whatever, Drexel. Um, <laughs> Mon- where did Monty's squirrel hat come from? Uh, that is eek. Is that real fur? Jodie Marsh wouldn't approve. Um... So then Jason did the veto meeting and he had to read the instructions off a cue card. What is this? There's been loads of cue cards in the house this year. And it's weird hearing that voice over the loudspeaker telling them what's what. I thought it's really, I don't know, it's creepy. Um, <laughs> oh, so then Julie did another pre-recorded message. America cast one eviction vote each week. Yeah, we know that. Um, and then, oh yeah, <laughs> the eviction where cornballs went out. <laughs> Faleb, i.e. Monty, had to, like, do the bit that Julie normally does, like, oh, the votes have been counted and verified, whatever, whatever the fuck, that's BBK, but, you know, like, the person who goes must pack their belongings a little, I think that's America's next model, but you know what I mean? The fact is, they got Monty to read that bit out, where's the gravitas? Can't they have Julie do it, like, even on, like, you know, like, on the tube when you get the announcer? Can't she just do it over the loudspeaker, over the tannoy? It's like, you shouldn't make fucking Monty read off a card, he could barely read, he can barely string a bloody sentence together. Um, so Cornbread ended up going out 10 to 1, no one knows why. He was wearing a revolting t-shirt that looked like a tuxedo. Um, he said he had everybody's back in the house, that's not possible. Um, I hate it when there's three people on the block, it's really shit. Like, I don't mind having three on the block, I do actually, but they should at least take one off, like, the day before or something. Uh, they do that on BB UK sometimes, if there's three on the block, they save one. Um... But I was so glad Cornbread went. He was boring. And Chrissy is so good. And Jason is so good. So that was the best result ever we could have gotten the first week. I think being an old white man in the house is the second worst thing you can be after a young black woman to be evicted first. Because, uh, yeah, they just don't want you around, basically. You just look at Paul Glenn. Actually, he didn't even get evicted. He just lost that coconut competition, didn't he? Well... Oh my god, now this was the weirdest thing during the eviction. It was so strange. So they all got up to like do their votes. It's like saying so kind of to the diary room. But they didn't show you the person in the diary room doing their vote. They just show you the others sitting around on the couch. And I've never seen so much silence on TV. It was like eerie, like on BBUK if they were like going into nominate or whatever, they'd just be chatting. Like even if they were told not to, they still would be. It was just like people sat there and then so-and-so had come to the diary room. And then they went, could they not have put the fucking camera in the uh, room so we could actually see who people were voting for? It was really, really odd and strange and eerie. And the whole thing just felt so cheaper and budget. Um, really, really weird. 
uh, I felt like I was a housemate set out there because we didn't know who it was like a surprise to us when we saw who was uh, up for eviction which I was glad it was a nice surprise um Julie don't even bother to show up uh old cornbread just had to leave the house and then next day Julie comes in and interviews him it was like what did he do in the meantime uh weird anyway I'll go into more on the interview um yeah, bloody Faleb, um, Monty even had to read out the by a vote of nine to one. That's too much responsibility for Monty. He can't hack it. You should get like extra stipend for having to read bits out of cards. Um, yeah, it was really, really awkward. Oh yeah, and it was like, come and collect the card. Like, how quickly does like Ted print off like the results on that card? It, like, it looked like all proper like official and stuff, like Jeremy Kyle's cards that he reads people's names off of. Uh, you are the father. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've written Neely's eyebrows eek. Her eyebrows are getting a bit excessive. And also, I don't think she's the agery, which I know I'm not the only one to say that, but she does look old. Um, Chrissy got zero votes to evict. How can you be that much of a cunt and get no votes to evict? That's amazing. That's I feel like I'd be like Chrissy in the house. Um, yeah, it was the cornbread went. Uh, no idea why. Oh, so cornbread's interview... Is it cornbread? I don't know. Why did he get such a long interview? This is a bad... I know they're trying things out, but this normally the interview is too short. It's like about 30 seconds. But if, did he get a 15-minute interview? Oh, I had to skip through it because it's so boring. He was so bitter. And then Julie's like, well, one person give you their vote. She's like, He's like, who? And she's like, Alex. And he's like, oh, I love Alex. And the next day you see Alex and Iron going, oh, I'm just doing a hinky vote. <laughs> she didn't even like you, Cornbread, you old fool. Um, yeah, it was that interview, was, it was quite depressing because Cornbread was dead bitter and it was really, really boring. So that was a bad combination. I felt sorry for Julie because normally she's just like, sits down with him for a second put down your bag don't even have a bag these days uh give us pablo back whatever but no julie has to speak to this idiot for 15 minutes waste of his time waste of julie's time waste of everyone's time cut that down to about five minutes um see you later so then on the next daily show there was all this kind of paranoia about who did the hinky vote <sighs> i I don't mind that, like, it feels like a retro sort of theme to have a hinky vote. I've not seen a hinky vote in a while, but I just think it's quite boring when they're like, is it this person, is it that person? Especially as America gets one vote as well, because you just go, oh, it's America, and that's that, like, the conversation over. So the next HOH was called Live by the Sword. Now, Live by the Sword, Die by the Sword was a famous quote used by Nasty Nick Bateman in Big Brother UK Series 1 when he got thrown out of the house for writing notes on little bits of paper. Um, I, does Nick Bateman get royalties when people use that f- phrase? I don't think so, because I think that, that phrase is something else, isn't it? But, you know, know your Big Brother roots. I am like a Big Brother historian, except for I've forgotten more about Big Brother than I ever knew in the first place. But still, I am like the female Jason Roy, basically, like the English female Jason Roy, Except I don't work in a grocery store and I don't smoke, but I've got other bad habits, so. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, this task was so cheap So they had to stand on, like, I don't know, a step and they had, like, a plastic sword, like, from a pound shelf and they had to, like, hold it up. <laughs> and whoever held it up the longest... <laughs> Honestly, I'm not joking, this is what the actual task was. Whoever held it up longest won. And I enjoyed Justin mocking Monty during the task, going, I'm coming for your ass, mate. And then, but then Justin was like wiggling about, like, and then he dropped his sword. It was like, um, 
when Jace was messing about during an HOH competition and he fucked it up as well. It's like, don't say you're coming for someone if you're not actually going to take the task seriously because it makes no sense. It's ridiculous. Um, then the last two was at standing was Neely and Alex and they were trying to cut deals with each other saying we can split the HOH. Um, but in the end, Neely drops it and Alex won in 2.5 hours, which is quite a long time to hold a sword up. Plus she's only small, so... But my favourite bit of that whole thing was uh, when she won, Monty went to her, congrats on becoming the newest house headhold. <laughs> house headhold. Yeah, whatever. BBOTT. Who knows? Who knows what we're actually doing, what game we're playing. It don't matter. Um, so then Alex was saying she wanted to put Sh- Shane and Daniela because she wants to get the showmans out. And she's not a fan of the quack back. And uh, <laughs> and then Monty was saying he wanted to put Justin up. But hey, Monty, you're not HOH anymore, so pipe down. Um, Justin is like a proper old school housemate. He's, uh, he is an actual pimp, I heard on Big Brother Gossip. And his clothes, oh my God, his clothes are chic. Tie-dye denim shirts, velvet hats, like... I just can't, his sunglasses that he wears, like the way he has his hair, the way he twirls his moustache, everything about him is cool. If he goes, I'm going to be fuming. He is such a good housemate. Hopefully, Chrissy will save him with this thing. Spoiler for what's about to come. Um, oh, yeah, so then Julie came in again, not really, just a hologram, and said uh, they're bringing back America's care package. Oh, Jesus. Um, for seven weeks. Do you think Julie actually understands the rules of the game? I don't think Julie even understood the rules of normal Big Brother, let alone BBOTT. <laughs> I don't think she has a fucking clue what's going on, f- frankly, nor do I. Um, so, yeah, America's Care Package, I don't know what they are, but seven weeks, that sounds long. Um, so then, um, sorry. It's hard doing podcast on your own. It's hard to um, breathe and... Uh, have a drink two things which I enjoy doing um oh yeah so I'm up to day 10 recap which I think is like today or yesterday or something um yeah Monty wanted to get Justin and Jason out I the two most interesting people in the house when Monty's a boring twat um and then oh yeah I like the way Alex talks in the diary room she's quite like enthusiastic she is she an animator or something? She reminds me of like a cartoon character. There's something like just cool about her. Her sister is Miley Cyrus. It's fucking annoying though. So then Alex was saying to Jason she wasn't going to put him up, but I'm not sure if that was the flim flam section or not. I'm not sure if there is a flim flam section on BBOTT or if the whole thing is just like a flim flam section. It's really hard to tell. Like that's what I like about Big Brother Normal, Big Brother Proper is it's got a very strict structure to it. But with BBITT, that's all been thrown out the window and like you don't really know where you stand. So it's a bit nerve-wracking, but hey, we'll go with it. Shane did a lap dance for Danielle, which was very girly, I thought. But maybe lap dancers are girly by their very nature, but there's something, I don't know, a bit feminine about him. And Justin came up with his campaign to Alex as well. Um, I was hoping that Alex is going to put Morgan up, her sister, because she was saying she was going to do that in her pre-game, but then she was lying. Then Alex said to her sister, you know I have dad's endurance. You know how dad can just go and go and go. Now, I'm not saying anything, but I'm getting Cody's dad sort of vibes there. So then, yeah, Chrissy got her care package, which is she can save a friend, but not save herself. 
this is good because we know who Chrissy's friends are, Jason and Justin. Who would be best for her to say about Jason and Justin? Um, either of them would work for me. Uh, hopefully she will save one of them. And then um, on the little live feed snippets, Chrissy and Neely were talking about how they were doing it for the big girls who've like lost weight and stuff. And I just thought Chrissy and Neely seem like good characters. They seem like quite mature and... Like, the most boring characters in Big Brother are, like, the younger ones, like, Whitney and, like, Monty. They're not interesting. Like, it just shows. Like, they were saying, um, I f- all the podcasts I've listened to said, like, the normal person who cast Big Brother didn't cast this series. And it really shows because these characters are much more interesting. They're not so much, like, the stereotypes, cookie cutter, like, the jock, the nerd, whatever. Though there is that debt collector prick in there. Um, I don't know. It just seems like they have taken more risks with the... Um, casting fucking scott though is so annoying like he is like ronnie he is like such a snake and i'm a bit worried about him because he seems to be like going from like alliance to alliance mixing and i don't want him blowing up jason and justin's game um but we'll see what happens so i thought i was at least going to get to see who alex put up but i didn't so i think over the weekend they do like the safety ceremonies and then, oh, I don't know. I'm going to watch some live feed tonight, though. So the next time you listen to this podcast, I'll actually have some, like, inside information that, A, I haven't stolen from other podcasts, and B, I haven't stolen from other podcasts. I'll actually know what's going on. That's going to be quite, like, a neat... Actually, I'll probably lose all my charm because probably part of my charm is, like, I'm just, like, clueless as to what's going on. If I'm like, oh, yes, it... 1802 so-and-so was doing this on the so-and-so camera people like just like everyone else wouldn't I um okay I'll try not to like be too much of a smart ass shouldn't be too difficult (laughs) thank you so much for listening to this I really appreciate it um I just want to give a shout out to Rem Frasque on Twitter again you should follow him because he's been hooking me up with the daily episodes and stuff and Oh, as always, a shout-out to Big Brother Gossip, who their live feed stuff is really, really good, the clips that they have and everything. And Rob has a podcast for his um, unending enthusiasm. Just, like, without the podcast, Big Brother would be boring to watch. Like, the podcast just add an extra dimension to it, and I think it's really fun. And Sister Speak, I don't think... I don't know if they're doing BBOTT, but let's get Sister Speak doing BBOTT, because that would be fun. Um, Thanks so much for listening. See you soon. Bye!